0: Good morning and welcome to HealthWorks. This is Carol Knier, Wayne Memorial Community Health Manager. Thank you for listening today. So October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and I have my a return guest with me. I have Dr. Charles Barrick. Good morning, Dr. Barracks.
1: Good morning, Carol. Nice to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to have you on the show again. And you are our radiologist at Women Memorial Hospital, correct?
1: That's right. I'm the medical director of the Department of Medical Imaging. It's a very fancy title because there's only me on site. <laughs> so uh, I'm, but, have to, I'm the administrator of me.
0: <laughs> yes, but you also have a very important job. I mean, when you talk about you're the only one, you know, kind of, your own boss, you have to make sure things are done and things are done correctly.
1: That's right. There's a lot of administrative uh, work that needs to be done. I want to make clear that I'm actually part of a group of about 100 radiologists, and the majority of the material, excluding mammography, is read off-site, and that has advantages to it. For example, the uh, neurology cases, the MRIs of the brain, can be read by a fellowship-trained neuroradiologist, uh, the bone and joint. MRI can be read by a fellowship trained muscle skeletal radiologist. We don't have the ability to have every single type of doctor on staff here, but we do have a very uh, deep and broad uh, talented pool of doctors. So may not be read on site, but you're getting quality reads from people elsewhere. And today with everything being digital and electronic, it doesn't really matter whether you're in the same room or you're across the country the level of the images that the doctor is seeing are the same.
0: Right, and I, and I think that's important for our community to know that we do partner with other physicians, other associations, to get the best readings, if you want to call it that, when we have our imaging, when we have our radiology services, correct?
1: That's right, and what's nice is that if, if someone, nobody can be an expert about everything all the time. and If you need to reach out to someone else and ask their opinion, that's always easy to do and quick. And it's uh, very much appreciated and very useful.
0: Right. Like they say, two eyes are better than, you know, four four eyes (laughs) eyes are better than two eyes, right, when you're looking at something. So that's great. So, you know, um, October is Breast Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and Wayne Memorial continues our um, mammography services, correct?
1: That's right. And uh, it's hard to believe that here we are a year later still um, with the COVID restrictions in place. And I, if you had asked me last year, would we be where we are now a year later, I would have hoped we would have been past this, but we're not. And one of the things that uh, I really want to stress is because of the restrictions of COVID, people tend to put things off because it's inconvenient or they're afraid of exposing themselves to people in the hospital and that sort of thing. But the problem is, especially with breast imaging, with mammography, is that it really should be done every year routinely unless there's a reason to do it more frequently or less frequently and that's because breast cancer grows at a certain rate and the best chance of catching it is when it's small when it's just beginning and uh, fortunately we have really great technology and we can find really tiny cancers four millimeters five millimeters and that's when you want to find them but unfortunately when people put off their mammograms again unfortunately we have people who come in they put it off for a year two years And uh, things could have been better for them had they come in on time. And again, it's annoying. Everybody has a life. Everybody has things that get in the way. Uh, But it is important to get those annual screening mammograms.
0: Right. And, you know, I know Wayne Memorial Hospital does a great job by sending reminder letters out, you know, each year. So, you know, when you get that letter, you do want to call. You do want to make that appointment. Um, When we do them here, uh, does someone need an appointment? Do they need a physician order to have a mammography done?
1: Either well it doesn't have to be a physician; could be a nurse practitioner or a physician's assistant. Anyone who's in, who's uh, has the ability to, to uh, prescribe for uh, a mammogram, but right, it's not a self-referral center. Some states have the ability for people to just walk in and say, "I want my mammogram." That doesn't exist in Pennsylvania, so you do need a physician or another healthcare provider to prescribe the uh, the the mammogram, and that's very important because mammography is only part of a puzzle. There's a whole part of it much of breast imaging is also into physical examination how the patient's feeling and those are things which only the clinician would really know so a mammogram is a great thing it's an important thing but it's not the only thing and when your test is ordered by a physician pa nurse practitioner uh, they're the ones that know you and they're the ones that will follow up with you and make sure that all the questions were answered.
0: Right. and that's you know so when someone comes um, for mammography and they have the results and they get the results, nowadays most results are if someone set up for a portal or not, the results are either mailed or sent right into their file. So people sometimes can see results of many tests prior to follow up with a physician. What is your recommendation? is should they really just follow up, you know, because physician order physician offices um, should call a patient after they get the results, because the results get sent to the doctor as well as the patient. Correct?
1: Correct. If we're just talking about breast imaging for now, especially mammography, there's a very rigid system set up across the country. Uh, it's called the BI-RADS classification system. I won't go into what the acronym stands for, but it basically divides, when a mammogram is read, it gives you several options. Normal, benign, um, recommend additional imaging, recommend a short-term follow-up, and so on. So whereas many things in, um, in imaging with a CT or MRI, it might be very hard to understand what the report is saying that you do have access to through the portal, if you're just focusing on the bi classification, if you have a bi 1 but uh, normal or a bi 2 benign, well, you can be pretty sure that there was nothing wrong with the mammogram. Um, the problem comes in is when we're requesting additional information, It may we, won't, we may want to call back for an ultrasound, for example, and it may be that our index of suspicion for something bad is very, very low, but it's still pretty terrifying right. uh, for people to get these things. And at the end of every mammogram, there's a woman uh, who may be very anxious, so... We're facing a situation in this world we live in where people have access to their medical records, and at least with mammography, it isn't as, I'd say, complicated as in other types of medical imaging. But again, you always want to follow up with your uh, clinician anyway, your mm-hmm. physician, your nurse practitioner, your PA, uh, even if the mammogram looks before it looks normal to you.
0: Right. You want you want to get that final okay, like you said, from your clinician um, just to make sure everything is okay. And, you know, in the past, too, we talked about um, using maybe the same facility or the same hospital or imaging center for your, your yearly mammograms, right? Because I'm, that's helpful.
1: I'm very glad you brought that up. Now, even though medical records are now pretty much accessible across the country through the, the, the various systems that are set up, When it comes to mammography, at this point anyway, the data is not easily transferable from one site to another. And even when you are getting, say, prior mammograms from another site, it's usually in the form of a compact disc, and the resolution isn't the same as if it was done at your facility. So the nice thing about having it done within the umbrella of your own organization, whether you have a mammogram, let's say, at the hospital, or one of our outpatient mammography sites, It all gets funneled into the same area, and we have access to all your prior mammograms that were done here, and any prior mammograms, regardless of quality, that may have been done elsewhere that were sent into us. So your best friend with the mammogram is your old study. Uh, If you think about, uh, just to digress a little bit, if you think about what a photograph of you looks like now as opposed to 10 years ago, you see you don't look quite the same. And uh, prior mammograms are very, very important and a big part of mammography because Sometimes things can slowly develop out of nowhere, and you wouldn't notice them. Just like you don't see your own child growing, mm-hmm. but, if you, but if the grandparent sees them a couple of months later. <laughs> they say they've really shot up. When you compare a current mammogram to priors, it really does help you see if something slowly is developing that shouldn't be. Right. So it's very important to have all your prior mammograms or as many as possible in the same site. And as I said, I prefer to have everything done at our place. Uh, we have a lot of people in the community that come in from out of state that come out here to retire, and it's unfortunate because often we have to order additional imaging for these patients, short-term follow-up studies, ultrasound studies, and the like. Whereas if we just had their old studies, we could say everything's fine. See you next year. Right,
0: so, right. So well, that that is a great recommendation for um our listeners today. You know and. We see both men and female here, right, males and females, because both genders are at risk for breast cancer.
1: Men Ooh. are, I, I, I wish I could quote you the number, I don't want to uh, quote a statistic that's, that's incorrect. Okay. But breast cancer is not uncommon in women, and it is uncommon in men. However, because of the physical difference between men and women, men tend not to have large breasts, and if mm-hmm. they do develop cancer, uh, it tends to spread more quickly through the chest wall because there's less tissue there. So breast cancer in men tends to be or can be a much more aggressive disease. And in women only because of uh, the differences in the anatomy.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And I know, um, you know, density size for women with breasts does make a difference. But our um, our mammograms with the 3D capability is much more effective, correct?
1: It's a wonderful thing. I think we've had it for... Four years now, something yeah, like that. Yeah, at least. And uh, essentially, the CT tomography, I say the breast tomosynthesis, which is kind of like a CT scan or a CAT scan of the breast. It is so amazing what you can see, what, compared to what you couldn't see before, that um, I can't imagine ever going back to regular four film <laughs> static mammography. And it really is wonderful. And mm-hmm. um, nobody wants to hear that they have breast cancer, and this comes up just about every week. I have to tell somebody we have something suspicious that very well may be a cancer, but it's small. And uh, at least I can tell them, this is why we do mammography. This is what we're looking for. You just won the lottery because if we didn't pick it up now, we picked it up later, it could be a different story. But when they're small like that, they're curable and they're resectable easily enough. Uh, that's a home run.
0: Right, right. And then, you know, they we have follow up for those individuals. They work with their clinician, they work with their specialist moving forward and, and they can leave a lead a normal, healthy life even with a diagnosis after that. Correct. And, that,
1: and that's what it's all about. It's all about screening mammography, it's all about finding those small ones that you can take out and be done with it. And that's not saying that even with small cancer someone might not need chemotherapy. Sometimes that, that's a part of the puzzle as well. But the idea is if you get out something that's small before it has a chance to, God forbid, spread, then you've really won the lottery with breast cancer.
0: Right, and routine follow up is so important with that. Um, if anyone needed to make an appointment, you can call our scheduling office once you get that um, prescription from your clinician. It's 570 251. Six six eight nine. So we have a, a couple more minutes left. What's new on the horizon for Wayne Memorial and the uh, Radiology slash Imaging Department? I know we have a uh, maybe another machine coming aboard.
1: That's right. We're scheduled to get in the next few months a second CT scanner, and that's going to be a, a boon for us because we use the scanner we have nonstop all day long, and we're able to keep up with what we need to do. But it sure would be nice to be able to spread the work around a little more evenly, and if God forbid the machine goes down for some sort of a technical maintenance issue, it would be great to have another machine that wouldn't slow us down. But one of the nicest things about the new machine is that it's coming with a certain software package. You may or may not know that in addition to being a uh, level four trauma center, we're also a stroke center. We don't have neurosurgery here, but we can make the diagnoses and get the patient shipped out to the centers where they can get the appropriate treatment if necessary. Uh, one of the uh, software packages that we're getting with the the new CT scanner allows us to do something like something called perfusion imaging of the brain, and that essentially is as good as MRI with diffusion imaging. Again, very technical, but the bottom line is is that it is exquisitely sensitive for early stroke. Uh, before you would see anything on a conventional CT, it's much faster than MRI. Uh, and that, amongst other packages that come with us, really put us in a wonderful position to get people out of the hospital and sent to the tertiary center, whether it's um, in Lehigh Valley or wherever, so they can get the immediate treatment they need to um, correct the issue before a stroke uh-huh. becomes permanent.
0: Right. And okay. actually, we are doing, um, Community Health has arranged with the school districts to um, do a Together for Health program that we do every year. And we're actually doing stroke, stroke education for 7th and 10th graders okay. and how important it is to recognize the signs and symptoms. And yes, I'm glad you mentioned that Wayne Memorial is a primary stroke center. So if someone is experiencing signs and symptoms of a stroke, they can come here and we can treat them. Well, we certainly we we can diagnose them, them
1: right. and then get them out quickly to where they can get definitive treatment. And uh, that's great for a community hospital, for a little, little community hospital. Where it's nice to have people to pack that big punch. Right. It's, very, it's exciting. There is something else on the horizon that we just uh, discussed yesterday. We had a meeting. Uh, I'm sure everyone is aware of artificial intelligence and how computers have changed everything across the board in the country. Um, we're looking at a software package with advanced artificial intelligence that's going to augment our uh, my reading or, or radiologist readings of the mammogram with new technology, and it doesn't replace the doctor, but it sure is nice to have that uh, watching your back a little bit. So stay tuned, <laughs> see, see how that develops. But again, yes. we're, we're all aware of the advances of, uh, in computer technology, and it's starting to really be felt in medical imaging, and that's a great
0: thing. Right. And it's a benefit for all. Well, Dr. Barracks, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, You really have brought um, great resource to our, our community, to Wayne Memorial Hospital. Thank you for everything that you do.
1: It's my pleasure.
0: Again, this is Carol Knier, Wayne Memorial Community Health Manager, wishing you a great day and thank you for listening.